Feels feels weird. Should we stop him? It's it's not right. It's, it's we different. Should, we have a. We should, he's got a mic. I, I don't it put it down. Ha, it has a mic. <laughs> put it down, Woody. Uh, put it down now, the mic. Now, <laughs> bad Woody. <laughs> mic stuff. You can hear my voice. So we are joined today by our uh, technical, spiritual, and menu advisor. Yes. Uh, Mr. Woody Drennan. I like uh, to be called that too. Like, uh, you know, instead of Mr., I want technical spiritual menu advisor. Menu advisor? Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, menu. It's, it's right. from Car Talk. Uh, I'm yeah. totally stealing this from Car Talk. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't right. remember. One of them just died a couple years ago, RIP. So, Ray or Tom, whichever one of you is left, um, I'm sorry. Yes. Well, I don't have to do anything because you already feel bad. So, my job is done. And you're not Excellent. familiar with car talk. No. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, just just Sorry. drive on like a Sunday and listen to NPR. Uh, and, you know, like it's, they change it like every every week, but it's, it's just, it's like, it's Americana. It's yes. the greatest. We used to do that. After church on Sundays, we would Sunday drive. That was, and, a, that was a normal thing. Any like snacks? <laughs> uh, we would end up at Glenn's Custard for frozen custard. Oh, so good! It is like, so good. Best frozen custard in the Pittsburgh. Area. Oh, so you've been there? Oh yeah. I live. I live right there. Right. I've next not to been it. there. Glenn's uh, Custard. Yeah, talking oh. about Americana. That place. Yes. Uh, there's mini golf in the back. Yes, there is. Uh, really good frozen custard. Mm-hmm. Lots of different flavors. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Maybe I have been there. Mini golf. Uh, well, sounds familiar. It's in <clears throat> Springdale or it's a sport, um, but it's not major golf. It's mini golf. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's not what you're talking about. I'm just going to stare at you now. Uh, It's yeah, it's in chess. It's in Springdale. Yeah. What makes it so special? Huh? I don't know. I mean, it's like because I've had Rita's and it is nowhere near as good as Glenn's. Um, Creamy, sweet, smooth. Yeah, it, yeah, it's very, it's never hard. It's soft serve. Soft serve. Basically. It's never hard. Yeah. And uh, my go-to is a hot fudge sundae. Um, now, you would think because it is soft, it, that would be a bad thing to go, but it doesn't have a chance. It's down before the fudge can fudge up yeah. the, uh, uh, the vanilla ice cream. It's so good. It's that contrast. I don't do it enough. Uh, I mean, the, the hot fudge sundae where you've got mm. your, your hot fudge yeah. and your cold ice cream, but it, it's just, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm it really a, is. I'm a fudge lover. Yeah. yeah, hot yeah. fudge, <laughs> melted to hell. All three I of want us like a agreement. bucket of hot fudge on top. I <laughs> at those frozen yogurt places, I will like just keep pumping and pumping and pumping until it's like Oof. more fudge than yogurt. It's like eighty yeah. percent fudge, and oh, there's a little melted so puddle of yeah. It's just you could just drink it. So, so it's good. like butter and chocolate. Do you ever do you drink fudge like cold fudge from the jar? Sometimes I'll just microwave it and I'll just eat a spoonful. See, I like I even like the dollop of cold fudge. Ew, that's even, like just from the jar. It's like super thick pudding. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. This Ooh. changes things. 
So welcome everyone to a new another episode of Food Weirdos. Uh, as I said, we are joined by Woody Drennan. Hey, what's going on? Uh, saving an episode. Not of much. Food How about you? you? Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> they said that's a, is that the, when they say we're joined with. You always have to say, hey, 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 what's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, thanks hey, for being we here. Already said hello today. Uh, oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. whatever. I don't. People. I'm learning. We're we're still we're still learning. Yeah. Uh, so we never stop. Never st- the day you stop learning is the yeah. day you stop living. There you go. It's words words to live by. Well done. I or think the it was... day you stop living is it's the also... day you stop learning. Yeah, I mean that one is more accurate, but right. I like mine better. Wasn't it uh, Alton Brown that said that? Uh, I mean, I would believe it. Uh, he, I have said and will say again uh, that he is my own like personal food Jesus. I, uh, I, yeah, I remember you saying that. I don't know if I have a food Jesus. I don't know if I have one. So you're like a food atheist. I think so. I think everyone or is. food agnostic. Like you believe that there's somebody out there that could be your. Yeah, food I can't. Jesus? I can't say if there is or isn't. He that that person that might be. F- they might be out there somewhere. You, you just know? haven't met the right person yet. Exactly. Yeah, you're food agnostic. Yeah, I'm food agnostic. So, what about you, Josie? I think I'm just food atheist. You, you don't, don't have, have like no. And that person doesn't exist at all. Like I think there are many people that are um, nice and good at what they do, but they're not like my whom? food messiah. Who would well, come not close? necessarily nice, but people who are like nobody comes close. Yeah. You know. It's just, um, I, I, I just, I pity you, Josie. You just, you're just out there, you know, you don't have the, the light in your heart, you know, knowing there's yeah. someone out there who's cooking food and mm-hmm. doing things just the, the right way. You know, you don't need incentive to be a good person. Okay. Uh, I don't need a food that. messiah to be, okay. Like you don't need an incentive to live like a fulfilling life. You'll, you'll understand when you find that person, yeah, Josie. Exactly. You'll understand. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. The day that so I stop living is the day I stop eating, and that's it. So we're calling you a liar. So you're an agnostic, too. We're calling you a liar. That person's out there. Mm. You just haven't. Yeah. You Mm-mm. just haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. And then what's going to happen is you're going to be like, the per- when you meet that person, and you're going, that's probably that person, then you're going to go just out of spite, go, that's not that person. You're going to deny it. No. No. I don't agree with you in it's, anything you do. It's probably going to be Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the most unexpected person yes. who inspires me. If the that colonel. Did happen. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it's the colonel. <laughs> Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. So, uh, speaking of food uh, Jesuses, uh, so, Woody, you had a moment. Uh, you weren't a food Jesus, but like a food apostle. Uh, so when you describe to me uh, what you will do f- uh, sometimes after going home late at night oh, after yes. going to shows. Yes, I, I, des- I definitely, first of all, you know, I love food and I love cooking food. One of the things I don't like is cooking just for myself. Like, right. I, like I, 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 will, I will cook, you know, if there's a group of people to cook for, but I cook myself with one exception. Um, I love... Like after, because when I teach improv classes or doing a show or something, it's like two o'clock in the morning, whatever, midnight, and I will drive to Giant Eagle and buy a really good steak, like a really good steak, go home and... We'll cut a steak. It's usually ribeye. Yes. Mm. Yeah. The Curtis choice. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, eh, I don't know if uh, there's a, if there's like a sirloin on sale or something, I might I might venture over, but it's usually ribeye. Um, and then I go home and I prepare it the same way, pan fry it. I don't broil, pan no, fry. Yeah, it's got to be pan fried. Um, I put a little bit of uh, coconut oil Ooh. or coconut, you know. I've never heard of um, that. And then and butter, and put a combo in there. And uh, it's usually just McCormick's steak, whatever okay. spice thing, um, and fry that up in sit down and whatever binge watch that I'm binge watching, which is currently uh, Breaking Bad. Um, nice. I just sit there and it is the most glorious moment because the juice, it is so juicy. It is just kind of rolling in juice because with the little with the little coconut oil and then butter. And then the regular fats. It's just, and I pour it on top. Oh yeah, that's what you have oh, to do. You can Absolutely. pour it on top, and hopefully, and if you cook it right, you know, <clears throat> because you know the continuing of cooking kind of fucks up your steak sometimes when you're like going. So you, so I would always venture on raw more though, more so than cooked. And yeah, it's. I mean, that is probably my most blissful food moment right there. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Josie Norton with a strong take. Uh, why? Why is he incorrect? Well, yeah, it's not okay. Well, it's not like incorrect if that's what you enjoy. But, but I have a few points of still, a few points of contention. Yes, I I feel like I mean coconut oil sounds interesting, but you mm. don't if you have like a good steak, you don't want it to like. But it's not with it, the co- right? I mean, coconut oil is pretty neutral. Like, yes, you're not going to taste. I don't taste re- refined it. coconut oil. It's just yes. a high smoking point fat. It's just like olive oil or vegetable oil. Right. Why not use olive oil? Because you, you don't oil, want the olive yeah. oil taste. Exactly. But it tastes good. No. So it's it, good. No. You're no, wrong. you're you're wrong. Your contention yeah. is under contention. Yeah. yeah. Incorrect. <laughs> Damn it. Um, uh, also, the. Uh, why not use like herbs or something like fresh herbs instead of I mean, yes, black pepper? That would probably be the right way to do it. But I think at some point I just kind of, I have, my palate has grown to like bottled shit. You know what I mean? Like it, like that, it, the effort to go in there, I would have to do it on a several occasions to see if it's any better. Cause I feel right now the effort to do all that. Is, it's so not, I can't not knock that. that. There are times when what I, I, what I like to do. So I, Kind of agree with Josie mm-hmm. about the I, herbs, I, but what you do with steak and herbs, so you, you keep your butter, but you leave it out until like the last couple of minutes. Uh, then you just put in like more butter than you probably should, like at least a couple, two, three, four, maybe not four, four tablespoons. Table yeah. <laughs> uh, and you so need, you baste baby. it in butter, and with the butter, you put your herbs, and you just mm. get whole sprigs of herbs. So like whole sprigs of thyme, uh, you know, because you don't have to, like, Whatever. you don't peel it, you don't chop it, you just stick the sprig of thyme in there. Uh-huh. I would the thyme also. flavors your butter as you baste the steak with not it. Not just the thyme, but I would also do, um, like a little a smash clove of garlic. Yeah, you can do bit. thyme. Uh-huh. Yeah, garlic. I have really. done that. Yeah, <clears> that's, <throat> that's another good that. one, is you flavor your butter and you baste your steak with it. So you get your steak juices, uh, and your, you know, your butter and your herb and garlic flavor. Well, sometimes I do put, uh, black pepper in there, but that, some people might dispute that that like kind of overpowers, overpowers it too, and you shouldn't do that. So I can agree with this. I can agree with this. This one, good, good. I'll go with that one. I will try that. I will okay. venture out. What herbs do you? Uh, rosemary, thyme. I, I wouldn't even do rosemary. Rosemary is almost too much. That's true. It's, a it's bit too soapy. like piny, soapy. I would Pretty honestly, thyme. thyme is a good one. Just thyme. You can so many different yeah like, kinds of. 
time because time is it's hearty uh mm. it like it won't because if you put parsley in there you just get like wet parsley but time yeah. it it's more uh it has those like essential oils more so right uh so for me time is the perfect herb for steak when you're doing that yeah. would nice. you agree Josie? no i would it, it'd be my go-to because everything else is like i mean using something like um parsley you can't really cook in there or um basil the same sage way. you can kind of cook but that's Ooh. really strong yeah sage if you if i were doing a pork chop i would do sage yeah uh but not Ooh. Yeah. pork chop can kind of take it because it's yeah, a it, bit milder and yeah it, they how do you really feel better. how do you feel about this because i really don't like uh broiled steaks i love them fried in pans i they're two different i because I, I don't like know, the taste yeah, of I, like well char. i, I I'll take feel the, like Coward's way out. They're, <laughs> what? They're, well, that's what? what it's what I always do. Is because they're different. Like you can appreciate yeah. different things differently. Right. Um. I think I prefer. You're right. A pan fried steak. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because you can get more even browning of the meat. Why you're is not, that the coward's way? I don't understand. Well, because because I I because there's like you know in like a hot day in the summer and you're grilling out. The process is yeah. The process want, yeah. is like just to have like a nice grilled steak. And you know, there's like sense memories of like grilling with my dad. Like right. I'm never not going to enjoy that. So there like the sense memory of it. I think uh, if I'm going to grill steak, it would probably be like a, like a Korean style. Um, what do you call it? Uh, bulgogi. Um, that's marinated. And it's like a flank steak, like flank steak. It's not even oh. real steak at that point. You're, you got to put a marinade on oh it. It's not steak. No, it's not American, Josie. It's so good. (laughs) It's good, I'm sure. America is based on um, people from other countries. Delicious, delicious meat Burning the shit out of it and and people from other places bringing their food here. We wouldn't have Christmas trees if it weren't for the Germans. Um, I also don't like the taste of, you know, if you use charcoal, if you use gas, whatever, I don't like that taste in my meat. No. And it always Mm -hmm. is there. And I can taste it and it drives me crazy you guys are either wood or, or like cowboy charcoal yeah where you're like the non like the stuff the, that's the, like real chunks of charcoal right. you guys are i will agree yeah i like the, I like the smoke but we smoke like yeah. yes but like good the cancerous smoke, not, flavor and there, there's a difference too between like char and smoke because if you're just yeah. burning your meat like char doesn't taste good no it does it's like a, its own seasoning you it's get it like, in bottles you can get some liquid smoke because it's so good. But there, there's still a difference drink it. between liquid smoke and char. Like, there's yeah. a difference between what the smoke, the like flavorful chemicals flavor. that come off the and smoke. Burnt the charcoal. Yeah, what about like blackened, like Cajun blackened? See, but that's in a pan. Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't get the smoke, I don't get like the fuel taste. Like, yes. I just get that, that's just heat and it's. And the thing you're, the, you're blackening is, is burning. And the, I get that taste. I don't like the taste of like fuel, smoky gotcha. fuel mm, thing. Lighter fluid. I would agree. Yeah. I don't want the lighter flu- fluid flavor. And it always seems like it's there. The it, I get it. It's sometimes subtle. Like the better the grill and all that, again, better whatever the, the fuel is. But I still always, I just like a pan fried, nice, juicy. Because yes. I want that juice to stay. I want that yes. juice. I don't want it to go into, into a flame. I, you need yeah. that. I got one a, of those uh, pans, what? and you put it on a rack, and you let it drip down. Ah. Oh, but that's then the smoke can the come fancy, around. The uh, fancy sideways broiler, where you like you stick your steak in like oh, sideways, yeah. and it broils from the it left and right. I, don't know. And I was just juices. meaning you get a pan, and then you put like kind of a, one of those racks with legs on it in there, and you can still put it on your grill. 
like get the smoke but flavor. no but, but then it wouldn't cook jeez i haven't thought this through yeah and then because you're yeah your pan is in the way of your heat where i'm talking about your heat is to the left and right of your steak and your right. pan is underneath so you catch all those juices uh right. so yes so that that is like that kind of broiled steak yes but normally yeah pan fried yeah pan better. fried is great and but I, I would finish it in the oven if it's like Ooh. a thick Oh, come on. That's like a totally... Okay, yeah. If it's like... If you're doing like that's a... That's like um, the chef's way. What's the uh, the like giant uh, Tuscan steak that's like a... No, not even a giant one. Like I've seen, you know, little uh, hanger steaks just finished off in the oven real quick. Because you're not, you're not cooking it slow enough then. Like yeah. your, your, your heat is but too high. But it's like a good... Like, you know, sometimes you can't nail it every time and you need, All right. <laughs> you need a little backup plan because it's yeah. your steak that you bought and you spent money on it and you don't want to go back to the store and buy another one. This is fair. Uh, but my my big steak virtue is patience. Like I never have enough patience. But like the this like when you're when you're doing a stovetop steak, there's like a balance where like the slower like slower is actually better cuz you you can get more caramelization or more browning, not burning, uh, and you can cook it through. And cuz for me, medium rare is actually the sweet spot because yeah. like but it's like warm in the middle and it's like just cooked it's like slightly yeah. more tender yeah with like rare is way too like it, yeah. there's there's a portion of it that is not cooked at all and i'm not a fan of that. exactly yeah rare yeah you know there so and i don't mind a steak tartare mid rare steak tartare i don't mind actually Ugh. no because it's you know it's it does have a really like irony flavor that's hard to get <clears throat> over but if you season it real nice, yeah, I don't mind. No, Sweet. yeah, I'll go for some tartare, but now, now I just really want a steak now. I know, and uh, can we I just don't, get a steak? And I think that the other side of it too is the time of it, like the because I just got off done. Let's say if you're just done working, yeah. you know what I mean, and and the experience of eating it is half as enjoyable as the meat and the way it was per- because it's quiet. Like there's nobody, like nobody is in my house screaming and yelling. You don't hear anything. Mm. It's night. I love actually eating at night because it is a definite experience where I don't hear cars driving. I, like, I'm sorry. I do have like a relationship with my food, and the experience of eating my food is just as important as preparing it and tasting it. Steak so, as meditation. Yes, I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to get the whole picture here. Uh, it's just the steak, and there's nothing. No, else. I don't. No, I do not want anything else with it. So it's just this. Just piece the, of steak just a hunk and of meat. What's the TV show? Again. Whatever I'm watching, whatever I'm enjoying at that time, and like okay. I said, so it's it was Breaking Bad at this moment. So whatever I go home because I, I'm binge watching things. Like so I, oh I, I can't wait to see this next episode. I can't wait to see this next episode. Prepare a steak. Have that sit down in front of that and just kind of take all of it in. I just, all of my senses are being. In like just stimulated. I don't. I'm surprised so that no, I'm not like, ejaculating everywhere. <laughs> side salad or anything or nope. like a nope potato. Nothing no. to get in the way of a good no, steak. No, exactly. It's like again, maybe it goes back to my obsession with categorical eating. Which did we talk well, about that on Mike? No. no. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll yeah we'll get to that yeah. anyway. Where where I don't want the confusion of other tastes in there. I just want this one thing. It's 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 minimalism. It's it's like yeah. Zen eating. I think that's the way you should eat. In my uh, way, because I don't like the idea of like, okay, variety is a thing. But to me, variety should mean I should sit down and have one flavor in front of me, and that's the only flavor. What's your nightmare food scenario then? 
in terms of um, categorical eating. Like there's there's just too much stuff going on. Like oh Thanksgiving, it's the worst. There's just too much food on the table. Oh, it's oh, the, what I'm saying is like. Well, you can't just have like a bowl of cranberry sauce. Like that goes well, with stuff. Well, first of all, I'm not a big fan of cranberries anyway, so I wouldn't be eating it. You know that kind of thing. Um, but you know, one thing I do want, I just I gravitate to whatever meat source is, and I enjoy that. Now, I love stuffing. I love stuffing, but right. I as will, all right thinking people should. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I will like on my plate is usually potatoes, stuffing, and. Um, the meat, whatever I choose. How are you still like um, alive right now? Because you never eat vegetables. No, I'm not. It's not that I don't eat vegetables. I just eat that. Oh, so if you eat Meaning a vegetable, I, it's like the one thing. Yes, like I would eat a salad. I would eat a, and then if I have the option, like if I have to, like oh, if I'm at a dinner, then I will eat. I will take a plate, put beans on it, eat the beans, have that experience. And then take a plate, put mashed potatoes on. Take take that empty plate, put mashed potatoes on, and have that experience. Take hmm. so it's categorical. Now, if I if someone makes a plate for me, there's always rules. There's always have, you have to. And then, and then I will eat the beans first, the the potatoes next, and then I'm sorry we got to this categorical thing. I don't know if that wanted to be incorrect. Yeah. So I <laughs> so basically I experience everything at one time. Like I don't want to take my meat and put mashed potatoes on it you know that what, what was kfc did that a whole the, the corn yeah. and mashed potatoes oh uh, you're missing like, out though like if you have um uh like a really nice um pork but that's like falling apart and that's great really nice it all sounds great creamy delicious beautiful kind of potato yeah, or now you're losing me. thing now you're losing scoop me. it up you, together there's <laughs> again like i can't I, like yeah, I understand the like zen of like sometimes you j- you want just a steak. Yeah, but there's also like you have uh, so the thing uh, again talking about me and my dad. But what we would mm. do uh, we called it garnish, uh, but it's sautéed uh, onions, peppers, and mushrooms with like white wine and Worcestershire sauce. Um, so it's like sweet and tangy and like salty. Uh, and that was like the steak condiment that we would make mm. uh, and it was really good. And uh, so there's like room See, for things that have condiments and yes. like flavor, flavor combinations. I'm, I'm not <laughs> against condiments for the experience that okay. you're eating. What I'm saying is beans, potatoes like that. Like mm. I wouldn't say I took a dollop of potatoes and put it on my steak and that's the experience now. Do I you think, hate sandwiches? I don't. I rarely eat them. I don't hate them, but I rarely eat them because they're because not, it's all combinations yeah, of food. Yeah. But again, I look at the that I look at a sub as a completed thing. I wouldn't, but if I had a side of fries with that sub, I would eat the fries. Like if you're if if we're separating the food, the, the sub is its completed but sandwich. The sub has like let's say it's got like but meat that's condiments. And vegetable and but that's condiments. So it's like so basically, if I put salami. And you know, uh, ham and granola, whatever you're putting on it, that is now the meal. So what about like if you're eating at like a high end restaurant where because and yeah. they'll do like plates where they're the like the things are meant to be eaten together, then you know, you have to make it into a sandwich, god, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, clearly, yeah, uh, so yeah, you, but so <laughs> we figured it out, okay, Just but make it into a sandwich, so yeah, they're like there are things that are meant to be together, and then there are things give me an example. That are, uh, I mean, so I'm you, open. I'm open. Okay, to de- you take like a high end plate, and you have like 
Surf and turf. Yeah, I, not necessarily no. that, but you have like a braised like root vegetable or something like a, a parsnip or a butternut squash, mm-hmm. and then you have like a like a like some sort of a fruit compote. I don't know. I want to say cranberries just because you, but like a, like a blueberry or something sure. with like little maybe some ginger and some spice, uh, and then you have a piece of like steak or meat, and mm. you put all those are all like they're composed on a plate artfully right. in different spots, but you're meant. To bring them together into sure, one. Sure, but that's a sauce. Bite. You're talking about sauces, right? Well, there's there's like a, a sauce or like a, a fruity component. There's a vegetable component and a st- meat component. Sure. All in together. that v- sauce, if that sauce goes on to that vegetable, then I would eat that sauce and that vegetable together. Okay. And if that sauce goes on to that meat, then I would put that sauce on that meat and eat it. So, so basically, whatever I'm eating, whatever combination that I'm that's supposed to go together, I will completely eat that combination first okay. and then move on to the next one. So that, that, to me, I get what you're saying, okay. but it still kind of doesn't break my rule of, I just want to have this experience with this steak and this sauce. I just want to have this experience with this vegetable and this sauce or whatever it's supposed to do. Like when, you, when they drizzle the, yeah. the, the flavor on it, I get that dipping. Okay. I get that dipping thing. I just don't want to uh, have a piece of steak, a, a piece of you know, a vegetable, and then a potato like so, on the same right. spoon. So for me, like <laughs> breakfast is the ultimate. Like yeah. if you have like a plate with eggs and home fries mm. and sausage, you don't want a bite that has like a piece, like, like a chunk of sausage, morning, a big potato and like a nice drippy, dippy yes. egg. Here's when you wake the, up in the morning, you're like, you don't just want one thing, right? You want a bunch uh, of different stuff. I would stuff. say this would be the exception to the rule because okay. my father, <laughs> talking about growing up. Look, yeah. at, look at Steve's. Growing up, so my father would when we would go to our hunting camp um, for fishing or hunting or whatever, and he would make this scramble, and that literally taught me how to throw everything together because okay. he would just put the home fries, the eggs, the bacon, whatever meat, and just scramble it together, and it's the most delicious thing ever. Absolutely. So you're right in that sense. I never even thought of that. That where is where you know bacon ha- sits over here, eggs sit over here. Really, yeah. if you throw all that shit together, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down for the count. That's what we got to okay. do. We just got to take it all and throw it in a blender. Then it becomes its own food. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. Then pate. it becomes its own thing. Like and then I'll just <laughs> you just just you suck it up through a straw. Yeah, they're, they're just everything. Just throw it all in there. Throw, throw it all in there. <laughs> Make it into a, like a tablet that you just eat like we're in the future or something. Edible tablets. Edible I like tablets. it. You, you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> Shrink it down. Tablets, and it like expands in your stomach, and yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Right there with you. Patented. I'm gonna patent that. So, so I guess talking about uh, you're you're from Pittsburgh or the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Right. So uh, I don't know. Food growing up uh, was it like different? Okay. Here's the thing about food growing up with my in my household. My mother worked. She's a nurse. My father worked in a factory. And so there was very rarely sit-down meals in my house from okay. the point where I could start thinking about it, right? Mm-hmm. My mom never cooked. My my dad loved cooking, but, like, he would do the barbecue guy. Right. The, or the, yeah, would, the traditional, like, right. the dad food, where, like, right. the prestige food. He, he made the Thanksgiving stuffing. He was, like... That was his. Oh, I, that was another thing too. Is yeah. like he would make the stuffing in the morning, and I would just eat a bowl of stuffing before yes. we even got to the dinner that night. But uh, so we didn't really cook a lot, but we had this one like uh, tradition. Let's just call it a Drennan tradition. It's not a Pittsburgh tradition. Is there was a 
uh, a pizza place right around in Oakmont called Tom and Eddie Pizza. Tom and Eddie's Pizza. Is it Tom and Eddie or no? No, okay. It, well, it is. It is. It is about the two brothers were named Tom and Eddie. Okay. But they made up a fictitious Italian name called Tom and Eddie. <laughs> nice. Uh, and uh, so it's called Tom and Eddie's Pizza, and it, they they started off with just a pizza joint, but then they started making their own shells and creating a whole factory over there. So we would get units of pizza. Units of pizza. Units of pizza. Um, you would go there and big flats of pizza, like, yeah. like you get eggs. Like a yes, but it was a giant box. It usually had, I'm gonna estimate fifty shells in it, like fifty shells, and then you would get you know your uh, your giant can of sauce, and they would give you a, a like a parmesan mix with you know oregano and something quite like soulless. that. And then and then a giant bag of mozzarella, and then that would be in our house all the time. And then my dad bought a pizza oven. So it was, there was a designated oven just to make pizzas. So <clears throat> that was pretty much what I grew up on, was making Tom and Eddie pizzas to the point where they became in my town because my dad was a volunteer fire department and he would run the pizza tent at the Springdale Jubilee Ooh. and he would bring Tom and, Eddie pizza, Tom and Eddie pizzas over there and make it. And it was like, and then it became Dick Drennan's pizza. Um, cause it, it, secretly no one knew it was Tom and Eddie pizza that everyone did. Right. But, uh, so, so tradition, Pittsburgh tradition, I, like, I, no I never, barbecue. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they weren't like, uh, yeah, I, I no. guess they were there. My mom okay. never made them. I don't know where okay. I got it. Uh, I, I had a couple of neighbors that would make the meatball soup and that kind of shit, but I never, my, my family was definitely not a cooking family. Okay. <laughs> we, we didn't grow up ethnically cooking anything. You didn't. You didn't cook the like venison and stuff that you hunted, or because my dad was so shitty as a <laughs> as a as a hunter. I don't think we ever had it in our. Which I think going back to thinking going back to thinking about it, I don't think he ever wanted to kill anything. So ah. it basically he never brought anything home. Okay. Yeah, fish. Like we would go fishing. I don't. I don't remember him ever catching a fish. To tell <laughs> you the truth, I, myself either. <laughs> But we would spend time, and it was like the experience of yeah, being exactly. out there and just <laughs> getting eggs and bacon and putting it all together and potatoes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so ethnic, we had the Drennan ethnic thing, which was our just completely uh, made up by my dad. But no, we never had any ethnic cooking in our house. Nothing. Mm. Maybe, I guess I was, I guess I didn't have that, like, you know pierogies or whatever that kind of shit holushki halupki yeah all that I stuff hunky hand grenades yeah okay cabbage <laughs> no yeah i didn't really have that stuff like, no my neighbors did Ugh. like my friends did but yeah like their mothers would make that stuff but no oh. you know, no cooking mm -hmm. in our house seems seems like you you made it out okay though oh it's yeah i love eating yeah but that's maybe that's part of it too because we would eat out a lot like, we would yeah. eat in restaurants a lot because my brothers were much older than me, so they were gone. Yeah. And then it was just the three of us, and then we would go out to eat every night, pretty much. Maybe, hmm. I mean, there aren't necessarily, like, a lot of families nowadays that are, like, cooking families, are there? Cooking? I don't know, yeah. Don't just, know. I mean... Sit down and eat? Yeah, how would we know? We're not, unless we're getting invited to their tables. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, you know... Listeners, if you want to invite us, 
you know, to your house. <laughs> Feel free. Just, just send the invites our way. There so was can, a, a, there was, tri- when we would go to eat out, there was traditions. My father and I always, if, if it was being served, we would always get French onion soup. Oh, yes. That was like yes, our, yes, yes. we had to. It's like that, if it's on the menu. And it, we, it became like a joke when I was like 12 years old. To the, the first thing I would look for is soups that, to see if they had French onion soup. And I go, Dad, they have French onion soup. We're going to get it. That was like, that was our, that was our bonding father-son That moment. is, uh, I mean, <laughs> scarily similar to my dad and I. Uh, so... Because when I was young, uh, uh, I, so on Fridays, like I was, it started one year when I had football practice, and so I'd have practice on Friday, and I would be done at like five, and my dad would be done with work, and he would go, he would want to go out to the bar with some of his colleagues, and I was like old, just old enough to bring along, uh, and this bar had pretty decent French onion soup, uh, and so that was my thing, is like they would get their beers, and I would have like a Pepsi and some French onion soup. Uh, and like that was my thing and so out of that evolved like uh, the same love for french onion soup where like if it's on the menu i have to get it right did you guys kind of uh critique it like my dad and i would critique it neither of us actually having any you know cuisine like we didn't eat different foods and all that kind of stuff but we totally broke down every bowl of french onion soup no croutons it had to be a piece of bread like that was the definitely you know i hated when it was like dad it's croutons yeah (laughs) no that's that's not real french onion. yeah Yeah. which cheese they use you know if they use swiss cheese like that's right out you can't use swiss cheese who would even think of using swiss cheese places where they do it it's it's terrible crazy yeah uh it doesn't melt it's like it's like bitter uh yeah so it was always like this place it's closed now uh but the ironwood grill but it's like no this is no ironwood like that was mm-hmm. the gold standard it's it's not the best but it was like mm-hmm. that was where it like first started so it's like ah this isn't as meaty or this you know they use less cheese here or right. something but yeah uh well for all sharing dad stories <laughs> yes um my dad would he was the family cook and he would intentionally like burn things or like <laughs> or try to like for what reason because i don't know he just <laughs> like but he'd be like he was like i like it burnt i'm just gonna burn it here you go um he made this one thing which is like a noodle spizer which i really love actually Spice- which is spizers noodle spizers so we call i don't okay, know okay all right no sorry it's just like put a whole bunch of like uncooked um macaroni noodles with water and uh uh, like one of those baking dishes and like chunks of ham and like throw it all in the oven mm. and it would just turn out as like this brick <laughs> of noodles and then put ketchup on it. <laughs> oh. Wow. I, I, now I see where it all comes from, Josie. Uh, oh, I'm, shut up. <laughs> you can put ketchup her on it. tender anything. palate. Yeah. That can, tender, sensitive palate of Josie. Yeah. Burnt, burnt noodles and ham with some ketchup on it. I, I don't know if he was mad that he was in charge of the cooking, but he was like, I'm going to burn it, guys. Like, I, there are people who like the flavor of burnt things. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, controlled burning is but good. Don't like, make other people suffer. Through. Right. Oh, my goodness. I like blackened stuff, yeah. but, you know. Like charred. Yeah. You know, like a charred so pepper, roasted pepper. Ugh. Maybe he was worried that he wasn't going to nail the cook of it, so he's like, I might as well just go for the burnt. And that way I know that, like, I'm not going to screw up with the thing that I'm aiming for. Mm-hmm. I could understand that because, cause, like, when I was working in the kitchen, it'd be great to be like, 
um, if they're like, I'd like four burned burgers, please. And I'm like, yep, I can do that. Yep. I can make sure they're burned yeah. perfectly. <laughs> um, so there's like no pressure. The pressure's off the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I could see that. I could believe that. I do really like um, chunks of starchy things now as an adult. Meaning like, what, gnocchi or something? Or gnocchi or like, yeah. A <laughs> good chunk of starch. Chunk of yeah. starch. I'm just really into chunks of starch. It's like drugs. Polenta. To me. Ooh, polenta. Polenta. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I I bought polenta one time and I had no idea how to use it and it was just awful. You know, just yeah. fried polenta. Oh. <laughs> did you get like a? Did you get the log of pre cooked? Yeah, polenta? and that's yeah. that. That was the first mistake. Yeah. Yeah, you, I, you've been listening. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I've had the log of polenta. Is that that's really salty or something? Or it's just pre-made. It's like yeah. it's shelf stable. So, but it's like weird. You just, it's like a it's a moist log of polenta that's yeah. sealed up in plastic. So it's like it feels like just like you made some uh, like a, cream of wheat and yeah. then just kind of took all the water out of it. Oh, no. yeah. It's like it's like a tube of cookie dough almost, yeah. but polenta. And you you do the same thing. You cut it into slices. Mm. And you fry it, mm-hmm. um, and it's just yeah. I think salty because you want salt I to keep it preserved. I love salty things. I am. I definitely anything savory. I will, it will still. Oh. I will still eat it. I love. Oh, yeah. um, if we're talking about still, ch- are we still talking about chunks of starchy stuff? Maybe um, can be if you are. sort of. Well, like noodles with or like homemade noodles and soup and stuff. Ooh yeah, love it. Thick uh. the thick like the thick. <sighs> Uh, like egg noodles? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This I make my... I actually make my spaghetti with egg noodles. I love egg noodles with tomato sauce. Whoa. Interesting. Ooh, yeah. I've I, never tried that. It's renegade. I like it. Yeah. Um, that is totally renegade. I love yeah. it. Mm. I... I... Uh, ooh. <laughs> I... Uh, I... Get, I... Uh, like oh, I just, he doesn't like it. I like, I, I like, like the idea, but then I think about <laughs> digging into a bowl of red sauce mm. with egg noodles and... If you're not even real Italian. Uh, w- w- excuse oh, me? Oh, uh, Luciano. Are you real Italian? <laughs> I can't tell. You were, you're lying about knowing Italian. I don't even know. I, I'm at least Is one that, quarter more Italian than you are, I think. So I don't know. I can make a good Pomodoro. Uh, so I, I'm going to send your bloods to Ancestry.com and figure this out. Oh God. <laughs> Not, That's one can about of worms. Blood, it's, about, it's about blood. It's about it's about tomatoes. Culture. Tomatoes are thicker than blood, Josie. It's yeah. True, uh, and I, I bet you I could cook the pants off of your you probably... sauce. Do you guys can? I wish like if I in my dreams, yes, in my dreams I have like a nice beautiful rural house mm. with a big beautiful canning kitchen that's like <laughs> outside of that. Because you, so that's the thing uh, is like when you you have, you have your canning kitchen outside of the house because otherwise it's gonna you know it's gonna heat up the Consumes, entire house. Yeah. In the summer, which is the best time to can things, but the worst time to have your stove <laughs> on. Uh, so I have canned in the past. I would like to can more, but I don't have the time, the 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 infrastructure, uh, or the space. Freaks me out because you know you don't you can't tell if you're growing something else in there if you don't like do it properly. Like you know, uh, do you mean you're going to get sick? Going to give yourself yeah. botulism? Yeah. Well, I mean that's why you uh, so you Wait. only can things that are acidic. And then you're good. Um, hmm. Like throw, throw a little bit of lemon juice in there if you're worried. But like, what does that really? Yes, really. Really, really. <laughs> really, really. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll stop. Yeah. It's the, the it's like the government, you know, puts out like the the you know the blue the blue book I think of canning 
but it's like these are recipes that the government has tested um, and say what you will about it, but they don't want you to get botulism. Uh, so, and they guarantee that you won't get botulism if you follow this recipe. Basically, I mean, I'm sure <clears throat> the like legal liability is there, but right. they've been wrong before. Um, this is true. You know, in the uh, past, we we'll go. Uh, we could go down smoking. that rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh, no, if you can something uh, with like a, a, with a low enough pH, botulism cannot grow. Um, so as long as. Uh, and that's that's usually why they'll have you add lemon juice because like normally tomatoes are just on the edge of being acidic enough, but you never know because if you're growing your own tomatoes, they could be different levels of acidity. So, I just ate this, and why I brought it up because I just ate this this sauce that was given to my mother um, by a friend of hers from her senior center, and Ooh. it was the most amazing sauce I ever ate in my life. Yeah, and I learned that it was this man's wife that canned it almost three years ago hmm. weird it was three years old like and i don't know if there's an age sauce. aging process to it but it was just a preserved yeah. process but it was so good and i can't convince this guy to give me more of it it's or even the recipe kind <laughs> of it's probably just it? good tomatoes like good yeah. I, you, you pr- probably homegrown tomatoes um, it was yeah so yeah. it's just good tomatoes uh i mean i think canned stuff it doesn't necessarily go bad you just like loses nutritional value gotcha. like the, the the nutrition like the stuff just breaks down so like the vitamins are mm. no longer vitamins uh i will what i understand also up for oven drying stuff mm. like oven dried tomatoes you got a bunch of them good. yeah yeah oh. it's not just, and then make think. that into sauce or oh, just you can put it into sauce uh, you can put it on sandwiches you can do so, so much with it Alton Brown, who is uh, as my own personal food Jesus, oh boy, does yes, yeah, so, no, he does like an oven dried tomato sauce where you take your plum tomatoes, you sprinkle some garlic and some onion and some olive oil and some herbs on there, uh, and then you you like oven you like half dry them, and so mm. you take out all the moisture. Um, you could put them through like a food mill to get the skins out, and you're left behind with like a super concentrated, umami. caramelized umami tomato umami sauce. Bombs. Yes. Now, is that all? That's the only tomato, so he adds that to other tomatoes. Um, just that. So in the episode, that was the only tomato, but you mm. would, I would probably add that to other tomatoes because yeah. I like the combination of that yes. and like fresh you tomatoes. The, yeah. Whenever I make a tomato sauce, well, I don't always necessarily do it this way but um it'll be some combination of canned or something some kind of paste and then fresh tomatoes as well okay um yeah Yeah, you gotta you gotta mix it up so we don't uh so my dad uh he freezes he doesn't can he used to back in the day when he was uh you know in in college or whatever uh had his uh, you know moment of back to the land (laughs) uh but ain't nobody got time for that so uh our basement is not full, but there are three freezers in our basement, um, and one of them is pretty much devoted to tomatoes. I hate I hate the taste of frozen food, though. Like Me frozen. too. These Me too. I don't keep. I hardly keep anything uh, in my freezer. Frozen no. tomato. It's it's so it's fresh. That's the thing I, I like about it, the frozen tomatoes can, is they still know. have, like they're not cooked down, so they're still like a fresh tomato. It's taste. a raw tomato. It wasn't cooked first. It was. It was just like a tomato, barely cooked. Like yeah. he'll cook them. Uh, it's actually easier to like get the flavor? skins off. Uh, so yeah, it cooked briefly and then like pureed, uh, and then that's mm. that's it. Uh, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, and you you only want to freeze certain things, right? Like you freeze right. tomatoes. Um, you know. Frozen vegetables suck to me. 
What do you, you got to use them right. Yeah. I mean, like freeze some like red and green peppers because you're going to saute the heck out of them anyway. Yeah. But, or like corn, surprisingly good, like home frozen corn. I think, yeah, if you get like, you know, bird's eye or whatever, mm. it's terrible. Mm. But if you like pick, get your own corn, you know, grown locally, you can like boil an ear and taste it and it's good. Then you boil it and cut it off and freeze it and it's really good. I don't know. I hate freezing stuff. Like, it's just, it gets that freezer burn. It, or it, maybe it's, you know, maybe it tastes fine, but it's this psychosomatic thing. Is that the mm. word? It's just, I know it's been in the freezer and it, it's like, it's no good to me anymore. It's dead to me. Well, it, it's, it's different. Like, you, you, like, I freeze strawberries sometimes. Cause you ah, know. but that, like, fucks it up doesn't it the texture and everything well, right but i don't i'm not gonna just like eat a bowl of frozen strawberries i'm gonna stick some frozen strawberries in my oatmeal or in your uh, blender or something yeah, yeah exactly i mean that's so, okay but yeah you gotta do that's the you gotta treat them differently like a frozen strawberry is different than do you know i try to if i am cooking or if i am preparing is like i don't buy in bulk for that reason. Like, I don't right. want to freeze anything. I don't want to buy in bulk. And then I get it. It's like, sometimes like, oh, you get this. Oh, look, they're two for whatever. So I better buy and freeze a couple of them. I would rather, uh, I would rather whatever I'm deciding to make that day to go to the grocery store and buy that that day and then make it that night. Yeah. And then have, like, I, I would rather not have a refrigerator. I, you I, know what I mean? Like, yeah. just no, everything I'm, is... You know, spices, everything you're buying, you're buying fresh that day. I don't know if I'd go that extreme, but I will say that a lot of people um, overestimate the the preserving ability of your freezer, that right. things are still, the quality of things will still break down in your freezer over time. If you have something in there for five years, it's not going to, it's going to taste really bad. It, um, not if you have, I mean, if it's properly stored, you take like a sure. p- piece of beef and you vacuum pack it and you deep freeze it down to like negative 20 degrees and it never gets below zero degrees but realistically it's gonna be good five years later yeah but realistically what you're probably gonna do is throw it in a ziploc and it's gonna get like a don't gonna get and it's gonna be like an ice ice age steak right well now you're Um, you're blaming uh the user you're blaming user error for the problem well, who uh, has like a you know vacuum i get there's this other thing too is like i understand why people like i look at the process like I, you know, like why do people bake? Why do people cook? It's because they love the process. At the end of the day, when the thing's on the plate, they're like, I Ugh. do not love the process. I uh, just want the, really? the food. Okay. Yeah. I, I do uh, love the process. You yeah. what? I love the process. I love yeah. the process. No, baking, I'm like, I want it now. It's been hours. Um, and cooking, I like the process. And okay. so I extend the process of buying the food as part of the process. So I like that experience. Like, oh, I want to cook today. So mm. I don't go look what's in my freezer, I go, let's go to the grocery store and start walking around until I kind of figure out what I want to make. And then I buy all those ingredients fresh and then boom. I get it. A lot of people don't have that time to do so. But if you kind of, everyone has time to do it, do something if they organize their time well. Absolutely. It's just like you don't have to sit, you don't have to walk around the grocery store for 45 minutes. You can walk around for 20 minutes and then drive home 10 minutes and then you have a meal in an hour, you know, but, uh, but the whole process is to me the enjoyable thing. And then, you know, and then also kind of coming up with your own things as the process is going on. It's like, I'm going to try this different and then do that and then hate it and then, you know, try again and then love that. Uh, so I, I think that's a more of a, like, 
I don't like the way we eat food today. We don't eat food today for the experience of, you know, human beings basically, you know, we fuck and we eat. You know what I mean? That's kind of like what we do. We you know, like we, we want to procreate. We want to make sure the species survives. And the only way we can do that is if we eat food and then make the species survive. So the experience, that's it. That's it. That's no, all. By okay. the way, I, I, I'm not recreating the, the wheel here. Right. Um, the idea of the experience of dining um, was always built on that is the most important social thing that we could do. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, like how you were saying prior, that like, do families sit down and eat dinner anymore? I don't know. But I, I, like I said, I don't like to cook for nobody. But I am teaching myself to have an experience. And that way, I eat better, right? If yes. I actually say, I'm not going to go to Taco Bell. I'm not going to go get a quick Chipotle. Right. I am going to say... From this time to this time, I'm going to put that aside to buy, prepare, and eat food. And let that be my ritual. And, say, and then like going, oh, I want, by convenience, I'm not going to do that today. Nope. You have to do it this way. And just kind of say, this is the way we do it. Um, have I mastered that? Absolutely not. But I, 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 I aim to have a process of food, of food how do I ingest my food and having an experience uh, that I will not just ca- say um, driving with my knees while I'm eating food. You know what I mean? That, that is yes. all incorrect. No, all it's, bold. No. it's a bold <laughs> statement. It's <laughs> no, a bold I, statement. It makes sense. I, yeah, I agree with it. Uh, I've had like, some experience doing that. Uh, not lately. I've been mo- in the process of moving. Uh, finally finished, but for the past like two months, um, I just... I honestly don't know if I cooked once during those like two months or right. maybe six weeks of the two months. And it was just really, really sad because I love to cook. Right. But I just like didn't have the time, didn't have like the setup, didn't have the energy. Um, mm. And I just finally cooked my first meal in my new house uh, a couple of days ago. And it was exactly like you said, Woody, where I had like ingredients and I went to the farmer's market and then I like I, I got what looked good. And I just put it together uh, in this like improvisational process <laughs> where like I got something and I'm like, no, 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 I need potatoes. I need potatoes. So I like, I'd already paid my money. I went back and I got mm-hmm. some potatoes and I put together, you know, this, this stew, which was kind of ridiculous on a hot summer night in an <laughs> unair conditioned kitchen. But it was just, it was what I wanted. It was what looked good. It was what went well together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just the food you cook for yourself. Like part of that, the process i mean yeah there's something about it for me if i want to be able to have that experience of i'm sitting down i'm eating something now this is a thing that is happening Mm -hmm. which is really satisfying when you're acknowledging like i'm having a meal and you're not just rushing around but the thing about it is if i want to do that um i can't if if every time i cook it's like this huge process um i'm not going to be as inclined to do it so i'm always trying to kind of pare it down like the actual process so I can get to the enjoying the meal. Yeah, part. obviously <laughs> there's, you have to pick and choose what you're preparing because some, de- some, Oh, I'm going to do, that's a Sunday meal. Yeah. You know what definitely. I mean? That's yeah. not a Tuesday night meal, you know? So the process is, is obviously. So you have to have apparent. things in your arsenal, I guess. Um, but I mean, I guess that's like a typical, But I love that. Like yeah. even if it's as simple as, I'm just going to go buy some nice fresh sausage and 
um, some egg noodles um, <laughs> and a nice sauce or something like that, or prepare a nice sauce, or even just, you know, f uh, you know how you dry out some tomatoes or just take some tomatoes and just make a, in, a, a very simple sauce in 30 minutes, that kind of thing, and just eat that, and then just allow the... It, it, like, I'm not saying, like, you have to go out... It, it could be as, as easy as grilled cheese, but I'm going to go out and buy a nice piece of cheese for this grilled cheese. I just, like, I feel process. like we're just reinventing Sandra Lee. Um, no, no, part no, homemade. no, this is Did not semi-homemade. No. Or Sarah Lee. No, Sandra Lee. What's what Sandra is it? Uh, semi-homemade. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're not, we're not like talking about anything new. This is just, this is what people are. No, I ritualizing, guess, ritualizing, ritualizing yeah. food preparation and eating. It's just that we don't do it. We don't do it. Yeah. We don't do it and we crave it. I guess what I'm trying to say is we don't do it in this, in the name of I'm too busy, which is mm. bullshit. It's like you can make. It is bullshit. You, know, you have yes. to make time for it because Absolutely. you need to have. You need to have sustenance and like so what's slow down Lee? and what's Sandra Lee? What she's a food. She was a Sandra Food Lee Network hostess. Made. I think she's married to uh, a politician who may or may not be current. Mm -hmm. uh, but so she, her thing, the title of her show was semi homemade, um, and it was all about like taking canned food uh, and uh, gussying it up mm -hmm. in like the worst possible way. Right. F for me personally. Someone whose food Jesus is for Alton busy Brown. people, well, you, you know, can, who you have can... families, kind of stuff. Hey, right. yeah, simple uh, for the for the woman on the go bullshit. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's like, being busy, just do it. Like, just it's just it's, yeah. I mean, it. just yeah. Get, just hit the just, microphone with my nose because I'm so angry. I this is I mean this is <laughs> this is something I'm passionate about. Like I had like been forgetting my passion for just cooking for just right. like. Exactly in the, like the emotional connection to food, right? Like it's you know the and the, the sens sensual it's about respecting yourself experience, too, and caring yeah. for yourself and your yes, exactly. Yeah, but we stuff. but we it's use like, food as a weapon now. It's just like it's kind of like weapon, meaning like you know where that where the process. You know, I eat better when I sit down or when I decide what I'm going to eat, and then I make choices based on the food. But now because we're pissed off and we're hungry and we're late mm -hmm. we just eat the worst things because it's because we we've lost that whole process it's like if you're pissed off and hungry and late then you didn't prepare to eat your food today and right. we should prepare to eat our food today yeah it's always about um, like stress eating too. right it's exactly like, I'm, so i'm stressed out right now so i'm gonna eat this kind right, of right exactly Let i'm gonna I... bring in a bag of corn chips and like you know till my yeah. next thing that i have to do instead of like we should have a family dinner here let's yeah i'm family uh, yeah thing. food weirdos family dinner of, um where we all where we all seaweed. prepare our own thing i brought yeah. seaweed and then i'll eat it in a cat separately yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah so i don't i don't i don't know about you uh josie and woody but i'm feeling like inspired this is a, a passionate <laughs> thing mm -hmm. uh but i think we should probably leave it here and continue this discussion do it. Uh, another day sure. Re report back with our findings <laughs> next episode yeah uh, so I hope you two listeners are also passionate about this. I hope right. we've inspired you. Yeah. I'm feeling inspired. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care. I just care about myself. So just, just. I don't care what about I you. Listener. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Just screw you guys. Just, just keep no. listening. I'm sorry. Just, please, please don't stop listening. Remain uh, silent. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. We, we, I think they know by now. If they're not scared away now, Josie, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're probably, with us for the long I don't think there's anyone left. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah. 
so thank you uh everyone again for listening and for making it uh making it through for for joining us for another episode uh of food weirdos uh woody since you thank yeah. you again for joining us uh, wow that went fast yeah, uh, yeah is there anything you would like to uh pitch let the world know uh, what you're up to the world um here's what's coming up um at the unplanned comedy warehouse we have our new house teams that are starting up in september whoop, whoop, uh whoop. first week of september and uh i don't know some, some there's my team's pretty good Pretty, uh, they're pretty awesome. Pretty they're, awesome. They're, I hear they're pretty. What good. does that mean? You're just your team. My team. It is my team. But the there's, other teams are like you know okay. what this whole you know what this whole bullshit thing about like you know oh it's all we're all in this together. No, there is a fucking leader, and then there are minions, and that's how it all works. Oh yeah, proud <laughs> proud minion right here. Well, at least you're honest about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so though no, that's going to happen in the first week of September. And we're going to come back with, uh, a, that's going to be every Thursday. It's going to be free. Um, free, we're, damn. Yeah, it's going to be free. Well, for a while. Let's not get crazy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then we're going to go back to our regular programming um, uh, starting in September. We have new classes starting in September, if you want to check that out. Um, I do a free, free workshop at the beginning of every month. So you should look on the website if you want to just check out improv. Nice. Workshops. Every single every single month, the beginning of the month, I do a free workshop. So we have one coming up in September, and we have classes starting the f- next week. So if you want to check it out first, uh, see if you if you like this whole uh, cult of um, improv. Uh, you know, I mean, you wear robes, but it's kind. It's it's, yeah, it's they're it's, cool it's, robes. Yeah, they're yeah. cool robes. They're yeah. cool robes. Join yeah. us. Yeah, but Merge anyway, with our minds. Yeah, <laughs> um, check out all the other podcasts here on uh, Unplanned Comedy Pods. Yeah, um, we we have uh, Run and Gun with Ian McIntosh talking about filmmaking in Pittsburgh. Um, that's a very interesting one. Uh, Garrett Titlebaum, it's nice to see he's working the old man um, here at uh, Unplanned Comedy oh, yeah. Pods, uh, interviewing artists that do some sort of comedy and how they have to juggle that with their real life. Um, and, and by real life, I mean the other life that doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's going on and food weirdos. That's uh, that's one of those ones that I are, think that's us. Yeah. yeah. And then in tune, um, in tune with Nico and Jeff, where they talk about, they could bring a guest on and talk about their favorite, uh, cartoon episode and, uh, break it down. And that's kind of fun. So nice. that's it. Damn. Cool. Is that long enough? I can go longer. No. I mean, if you got more stuff to <laughs> no, pitch. I'm good. Uh, all right. <laughs> you want to read the ingredients off this box of this wasabi package? Uh, we can do that. <laughs> or uh, something. So uh, check that stuff out. Very uh, check us out. Uh, Unplannedcomedy.com slash foodweirdos. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, shoot us shoot us a comment. Let us know blah, blah, blah. what they you think. Know. They know. Oh, okay. come on. You're right. No, uh, no. Keep going. Uh, we have... Uh, <laughs> A Twitter, we have a Gmail. Uh, we're yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, real, yeah. we're official. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thank you again, everyone, for listening. And as always, stay, stay weird. weird. What do you like? He says you know what I like. I like. What is my point? What is my point? What is my point? What is my point? Don't you know that he wanted? You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods a podcast collection.